Winston Churchill once assured the American people that its northern border was, quote, guarded only by neighborly respect and honorable obligations, end quote. But these days seem gone, for something is rotten in the state of Canada. The Canadians are killing their own people through a process called euthanasia. Euthanasia is the practice of ending the life of a patient to limit the patient's suffering. The patient could typically be terminally ill and suffering great pain and suffering. Canada has expanded the definition, experiencing great pain and suffering. Here are some examples of folks who qualified to get whacked by the state. One, a veteran suffering from PTSD. Two, a woman who was so isolated in a nursing home because of the COVID lockdowns and couldn't see her family, she asked to be euthanized, and she was. Three, a man suffering from hearing loss. Four, a woman with crippling allergies seeking better housing. Five, a disabled woman having problems with her stair lift, the kind that has a chair that goes upstairs. And six, a Canadian man who fears, fears that one day he might be homeless. How many people have accepted this benevolence from the state? In 2021, over 10,000 people ended their lives this way in Canada, just over 3% of all deaths. But that is three times more than chronic liver disease and cirrhosis almost twice as much as influenza and pneumonia, three times more than actual suicide, and comparable to COVID deaths at 16,000. It was the sixth leading cause of death in 2019 and the seventh in 2020. In March 2023, euthanasia allowances will expand, permitting euthanasia for, quote, mature, minors, and those suffering from mental health problems. Mental health problems. We have already seen how fast and loose the neo-Marxist government of little Justie Trudeau is playing with euthanasia terminology. The Netherlands also allows for state-sponsored euthanasia. There have only been five cases between 2002 and 2012 for these, quote, mature minors in the Netherlands, including one 12-year-old and four individuals aged 16 to 17. Think about it. A 15-year-old can't get a tattoo, but she can decide to kill herself. Pure evil. Like Canada, the Netherlands has also been experiencing rising euthanasia rates. Old heads like myself will remember when Rick Santorum was criticized for discussing this on the campaign trail. Here's what Rick Santorum said that has the Dutch people so mad. Now, I want you to pay special attention to the gasps of shock and horror coming from the crowd as Rick Santorum talks. In the Netherlands, people wear a different bracelet if you're over. And the bracelet is, do not euthanize people. Because they have voluntary euthanasia in the Netherlands. 
but half the people who are euthanized every year, and it's 10% of all deaths in the Netherlands, half of those people are euthanized involuntarily at hospitals because they are older and sick. And so elderly people in the Netherlands don't go to the hospital. They go to another country because they're afraid, because of budget purposes, that they will not come out of that hospital if they go into a sickness. Mr. Santorum goes on to say that that's where we are heading now, too, as a nation, now that we've had national health reform. His statistics were a bit off, but was he wrong to worry about this coming to America? What will this look like in the Netherlands and even Canada 10 years from now? As conservatives, we are often placed in this odd spot of upholding traditions and values in a world going 120 miles per hour in the opposite direction. I think many people are waking up to the notion that this so-called progress hasn't made them happier, healthier, or even a better person. We now live in a society where a majority of people are on antidepressants. Children can be placed on a drug which is nearly identical to crystal meth. Most marriages end in divorce, birth rates are plummeting, and your son might be taken away from you by the state if you don't want him to change sexes. Now, a new far more dangerous question begins to rear its ugly head. What if a society remains liberal but ceases to be civilized? Sweet little Justy has acted outraged when media firestorms have gone off concerning some of these cases of euthanasia and has solemnly sworn to get to the bottom of it. But you know, and I know, that that is just all hot air. Canada has the world's most permissive euthanasia rules, where no more than a perceived illness makes one a candidate for state-sponsored killing. For Christine Gautier, the fight to get a wheelchair lift in her home has been an uphill battle. I have to crawl down the stairs on my, on my butt with the wheelchair in front of me to be able to access my, my house. While pleading her case to a Veterans Affairs case manager over the phone in 2019, she was told something that would leave her feeling shocked. If things are so hard at this point and uh, you, you just can't keep going on, then you, you know we can assist you with uh, aid to die. So how about we hear what Canadians have to say about this? Dying with dignity. A Canadian euthanasia advocacy group says euthanasia is, quote, driven by compassion and into suffering and discrimination and desire for personal autonomy, end of quote. I don't see how discrimination factors into this, but okay. Marie-Claude Landre, the head of Canada's Human Rights Commission, had this to say, quote, euthanasia cannot be a default for Canada's failure to fulfill its human rights obligations, end of quote. She expressed how she had been contacted by three United Nations human rights experts who expressed that this expanded definition of euthanasia violated the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Tim Staten, director of the Canadian Institute for Inclusion and Citizenship at the University of British Columbia, described Canada's expanded euthanasia law as, quote, probably the biggest existential threat 
to disabled people since the Nazis' programs in Germany in the 1930s, end of quote. Even the very left-wing and radical Pope weighed in, stating that this is what happens when a culture views its elderly as disposable. In regard to the case of Alan Nichols, the man who was euthanized for hearing loss, things got complicated. The hospital says Alan Nichols made a valid request for euthanasia and that, in line with patient privacy, the hospital was not obligated to inform relatives or include them in treatment discussions. Heidi Johns, an assistant adjunct professor in disability ethics at the University of Alberta, said, quote, a person with disabilities in Canada has to jump through so many hoops to get support that it can often be enough to tip the scales towards wanting to kill themselves. So despite their universal government-funded healthcare system, it is literally so bureaucratic and painful for the disabled that some choose death rather than dealing with the government. Just what we need here in the U.S., according to the Democratic Party. Roger Foley, who has a degenerative brain disorder and is hospitalized in London, Ontario, was so alarmed by staffers mentioning euthanasia that he began secretly recording some of their conversations. Here are some of those audios. I have not received the care that I need to relieve my suffering and only been offered assist dying. And Foley is releasing audio tapes he took of what he says are two healthcare workers who keep raising that option when he talks about getting home care teams of his choosing. If I had subdirective funding, then I'd be fine. But, but if you weren't, you just you can just apply to get a, a assisted if you want it in your life. Like you know, I mean, you don't have to do it in some dramatic manner. You can apply for assisted, you know. In the second, Foley is told he will be charged more than fifteen hundred dollars a day if he doesn't go home, with the suggestion he can apply for the right to die. What's the plan that you know of, Roger? I, this is not my show. I told you my piece of this was mm -hmm. to talk to you about if you had interest in assisted dying. So it's clear as a lawyer that the safeguards are not uh, sufficient to protect Canadians and something needs to be done. You've already violated my This ethicist reviewed the audio clips. Sad and shocking. Tom Koch also worries that with growing pressure on health budgets, discussions like this may become more common. When the issue of the care of the fragile becomes simply a matter of financial expediency, when we're given the option of a rapid death rather than a complex life, then we are all at risk. Another case is that of Candace Lewis, a 25-year-old woman who has cerebral palsy and spina bifida. Lewis's mother, Sheila Elson, took her to an emergency room in Newfoundland. During her hospital stay, a doctor said Lewis was a candidate for euthanasia and that if her mother chose not to pursue it, that would be selfish. So in Canada, their health budget is more important than your life. Euthanasia is financially expedient. Kill a patient and you won't have to pay to take care of them. Oh, and believe it or not, there are now commercials for euthanasia in Canada. Dying in a hospital is not what's natural. That's not what's 
soft. In these kind of moments, you need softness. It can take dying to figure out what living is actually like. I spent my life filling my heart with beauty, with nature, with connection. So I choose to fill my final moments with the same Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see music. I see the ocean. I see cheesecake. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, with all the pain, and in these final moments, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. And seeing the rhythms of what's going to keep going after I'm gone bring a lot of comfort. In conclusion, I'll ask a question. How did we get here? I'll tell you. It's a result of living in a post-Christian world. This is what inclusion looks like. We must accept all viewpoints and make no judgments on whether those views reckon with our Judeo-Christian heritage. And this is exactly what you get. Human life is sacrosanct because we are creatures of God and made in his image. When society takes the view that we are just blobs of cells, we are disposable by the omnipotent state. And why does the all-powerful state love these kinds of laws? Because it gives them power to liquidate you if you get in their way. And that, sadly, is the truth.